galloping horse, relentlessly kicking up dust so I couldn't easily see the truth. Why dredge up the past? Am I prepared to discuss difficult and uncomfortable things about parents, family members, friends, colleagues, and of course, about myself? Wouldn't it be better for those memories just to rest in peace? What's the point? I had plenty of good excuses not to write a book but one thought countered them. Perhaps the connection that Carol Brady opened up in the hearts and minds of millions was just preparation, a gateway for me to do more. Perhaps my story could inspire and help others who continue to face similar challenges in their lives. I realized that all my doubts about doing a book were completely normal for someone who, as a young child, had endured abuse and abandonment because of alcoholism. We suffer a guilt syndrome in one form or another because we were so powerless to help at the time. If we're not paralyzed by fear, anger, and hatred, or numbed by our own addictions, we have to overcome deep-seated reactive patterns. In addition to being workaholics who are stuck on the galloping horse, some of us also grow up to become control freaks to keep real and imagined chaos away. Others become gregarious caregivers trying to please everybody, except ourselves. And many, including yours truly, end up doing all of those things. This book is written as a natural consequence of forgiveness and compassion, not only for those whose actions may have caused harm, but most importantly, for myself. I say this because victims have to forgive themselves for what they did or didn't do, in response or for holding on to negative emotions like sadness, anger, and hatred. I, too, have made my fair share of mistakes and gone through periods of personal turmoil that certainly created upheaval around me. Without that sense of honesty and forgiveness, it is nearly impossible to clean the slate and move forward to a happier and healthier life. I've chosen not to go into any great detail about my childhood up to this point for a very simple reason. I wasn't comfortable talking about it. I have come to realize that my decades-long silence was a classic pattern of normal response to an abnormal circumstance of deprivation and neglect. It is a syndrome that millions of others, both children and grown-ups, may be dealing with at this very moment, regardless of whether it is happening right now stuck in constant flashback, or, worse yet, recycled in continuing and escalating drama in our lives. At the heart of my silence is the sense of guilt that I surely felt as a little girl, living under such conditions. Realistically, a small child living in an abusive environment has few choices and little power to change things. That guilt keeps the victim not just quiet, but makes them seek out the approval and affection of the abuser. Perhaps it was all my fault. If only I could have done more. So thinks the child so often in that situation. It is no wonder why I so gladly took on the role of a relentless caregiver in relationships later on. Regarding my parents, I came to accept that they were coping the best they could with the hand they were dealt. If Joseph and Elizabeth Henderson could hear the passages that speak of their lives, I hope they would view the content as healing for themselves as well. Who knows how far back the cycle of dysfunction had gone unchecked through generations of their ancestors.
There were many things that remained largely unspoken during their lifetimes that I hoped these spoken words might serve to bring forward and clarify. Obviously, this is not a story about only the good times and success I've had. Yes, I have had a lot of laughs along the way, and I trust you will see how my sense of humor has been a steadfast companion throughout it all. What's more important is what happened when things were not good and how adversity was handled. Our choices in those moments have important and often dramatic consequences. Any success I've had has drawn upon the lessons learned and strength tempered through difficult times. Out of that mix of drama and pathos, comedy and farce, and laughter and tears that make up our daily lives, I hope my story will remind us that no matter how serious or dire our situations may be, each of us has unbounded potential to transcend the most formidable of options.